This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hey, Mix Fam. Fresh podcast for hey. a fresh year, 2024. Day number one for us, Kimber. Yeah, we're back. Yep. Uh, nice to be back, and thank you very much for joining us as well. Hope you enjoyed all the holiday podcasts uh, that you may have not, or that you may have heard, or if you haven't, please head along to the listener app um, and go and check them all out. Um, but uh, Kimber, mm-hmm. been quite bloody hot at the moment lately, <laughs> hasn't it? Well, for holidays, I was up at Lancelon and it was like quite breezy. And so even though it was warm days, there was a beautiful breeze all the time. Yeah. And I got back to Perth and was like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. But yesterday, I don't know if you can help me with this, I went to shut the front door and there was a bee at the front door and he was like trying to get into the air con. He was like, hi, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have got, well, you know, he probably got a, would have been closer to getting let in, I think. Yeah, okay. Be. Yep. Um, but. He was just sort of trying to go into the aircon, I think, get in into somewhere a bit cooler. And then I just thought to myself, are we meant to be leaving water out for bees in summer? Uh, I, look, I've like, heard... What are they, what are, where are they getting their water from? Well, bees like water. In particular, they like sugar water. And I have heard of this. Um, in fact, I have seen it. Like a fair few of my friends, uh, whenever I've seen them sort of post stories about the fact that they've got bees around their yard and stuff like that, some of them do leave ice trays of water out for them. So they can sip oh. it all up. But, yeah, no, they do. And I know especially going to mum and dad's house, they've got a pool in the backyard. Yep. And we are forever swatting bees away. Yeah, but see, that makes me think that's why we should be giving them water because they're, they're desperate, right? They're going to the pool yeah. because they need water and they sit, they think it's water, but it's chlorine and stuff. Like, that's surely not good for them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of them are just like, oh, man, it's hot. Wouldn't mind a dip. Who knows? I, you know, I was, have you ever gotten like, inside a bee's head? This sounds like mirage kind of gear where you're out at sea and you start drinking the salt water and you lose it. Like, I don't think it's good for them. But also, like, how, how do you stop them drowning? Like, because they could drink from a bird bath, but, like, don't bees drown? Well, I, how, I suppose how do you they know drown. What size container and stuff? <laughs> These are great questions that you should be asking an apiarist. Is that is that the person who looks after bees, a beekeeper? You know what? It might be. Is it? I know it's an apiary. It, it might be. Is it an apiarist? Maybe. Have yes. you got your Google there? Yeah. While you're at Let it, have a look. in the high, I've got this here. It's from a website called Flowhive AU. Uh, it is a fancy word for a beekeeper. There you go. Okay, so honeyflow.com.au. There's a thing here that says how to keep bees hydrated, and it says in the height of summer when temperatures are soaring, it's important to remember that bees need access to safe drinking water. Honeybees need water, but may drown while trying to collect it. You can keep bees from drowning in your pool or pet's water bowl by providing a safe place for them to drink. So maybe it's like a, you know how you can get, uh, maybe it's like a a flat plate with just enough of a lip around the edge that you can put some water in so it's really thin, like a couple of mil. You know what I've just seen here um, while I looked up apiarist? Apparently it's, yeah, because they can't swim, they said, if you collect water in a shallow container and then put glass pebbles or marbles at the bottom, so they can stand. They on can that stuff. stand. Yeah, they won't lose their footing. It's got marbles. I haven't had marbles since I was at school. Well, maybe we should get some. I just feel like we should be saving the bees. I'd love to get some marbles. But now I know. I, you know now, now you're you know. on marbles. Now I'm on marbles. <laughs> Hang on a sec. I'll just start googling marbles. Okay, tell us what else is on the podcast. Uh, well, uh, we had a thing that our producers, as soon as we walked in today to kick off 2024, they're like, "Here, there's this package of audio that you've got to just press play on. Just do that. Yeah, and then just enjoy I what mean, comes." 
We're meant to hook it so that you don't know what it is, but if you want to hear a really catchy, light song about how we're both going to die this year, then it's coming up on the podcast. Perfect way to put it. Um, Rob Mills joined us this morning. He's, of course, in town. He plays William Shakespeare for And Juliet, uh, which is currently on at Crown. You can get your tickets through Ticketmaster. And we had a bit of fun with Rob. It was nice to catch up with him. He told us something pretty interesting about how the opening night didn't quite go as well as planned. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, he had a cheeky game for us to play, which you'll hear in the podcast. Yeah, indeed. Um, In the podcast, we also play Yay or Nay, which is a fun new little segment that we're doing. We talked about um, me having naked photos of myself. (laughs) Um, Who doesn't? Everyone's got those, right? Um, You're kidding me was back. It's back. It's back, baby. Uh, and kids say the darndest things. You had a few belters for us as well from your school holidays with your kids. That and more on the podcast right now. It's Pete and Kimber, and we're back on your radios tomorrow morning from 5.30. Or, depending when you're hearing this, you could hear us at a happy hour at 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, there's that too. We do 6 p.m. now. God, I'm tired. <laughs> it's only the first day back. <laughs> Pete and Kimber. So, what's going on here? We've been told we need to play something. First couple of minutes back at work, and we already have no control over what is happening. Um, producers Rami and producer Kerrod said, all we need you to do is press play on this thing. It's something that happened over the holidays. And you and I have no idea, so I guess let's press play. Hello, it's producer Rami. And producer Carrot. Wow, what a huge year last year was, Carrot. So many fun things. So many great moments. Yeah, like remember when we legally married Lizzie and Dylan for the wedding Perth built? I now declare Dylan and Lizzie to be husband and wife. Or the time Kimber nearly got taken out when we made her chainsaw a tree. <laughs> The WA police force hunted down Pete for a training exercise. I can hear the chopper. I'm just going to have to make a break for it. It's on. It's on. And we wrapped it up with a huge 24-hour show, which involved a tattoo. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, mate. Just Ooh. breathe. Ooh. Ah. Kimber walking the plank into the Swan River. Ah. <laughs> Kimber's in the water. Ah. A giant snake. Oh, God. It's really going all over his head. Oh, it's covering his face. Just... Okay. So much more. Rami, how on earth are we going to top that in 2024? Well, we've got some huge plans for this year. It's going to make 2023 feel like just a warm-up. In fact, I'm so excited, Karen. It makes me want to sing. It makes you want to sing? It makes me want to sing. What are you going and to... It's true. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that was uh, interesting. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a talented guy. If you ask me, if you're going to do a parody song about how excited you are for 2024, Rami, then I think it needs to be an old school band like Creed or something. Creed. Pete, close your eyes. Oh, my God. Kimber began to pray Because this year Will be the best you've had With Pete and Kimber On Mix 94.5 And that is how it's done. <gasps> that was awful. Mine was way better. Well, let's just agree to disagree. Hey, guys. Rob Bell's here. Heard what you were doing in here. Sounds like a lot of fun. Love the creed. Mind if I jump in? Rob Mills? What are you doing here? (laughs) 
you just here to plug and Juliet the musical? No, of course not. I'm here genuinely. But now you mention it, there are still great tickets available for Anne Juliet the Musical, now playing at Crown Theatre. Get in quick. Right, this guy loves a plug. Guys, I've actually seen the plan for Pete and Kimber this year and I would really like to sing them a song. May I? Go, Go for it. it! They should be afraid. They should be petrified. <laughs> I've seen the plan this year and honestly, they just might die. There are just so many stunts that could go oh so very wrong, but they are strong. That's why I'm here singing this song, and now they're back in your airspace. I just can't wait to see more painful squints come onto both their face. They've got stunts ready to rock. Oh, you just won't want to leave. And you know at every second they let out a painful scream. Oh, oh, oh my, will they survive? As long as they do radio, they'll fight to stay alive. They've got all these stunts to give. They've got all this love to give. Will they survive? Will they survive? Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Well done, mate. That was good. Outstanding. Welcome back, Peyton Kimber. We missed you. That was amazing um, and shocking. Welcome back, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, that did a great job of telling us what 2024 is going to be and also did a terrible job of telling us what 2024 <laughs> is going to be. What have you, Peanuts, got planned? What is going on? I love that, though. Well, there'll be a meeting after the show. We'll find out then. That was brilliant. Oh, you haven't prepared anything, have you? <laughs> <laughs> And Juliet showing at Crown Theatres right now. Tickets from Ticketmaster. Rob Mills in the studio with us this morning. Hi, mate. It's good to be here. And you'll actually be performing in the show. You're actually doing yeah. it. I had, um, I did, I did miss the opening. I did miss the first week, basically, of shows because of um, COVID. You heard of COVID? Uh, oh, COVID's, heard of back. It. COVID's back, guys. Yeah. It's back. That. It's back with a vengeance, uh, and it's ripping through your town. <laughs> Put a mask on if you're feeling a bit sick. Uh, if you go to the local shops, because some people get sick from it. <laughs> Like um, yourself, yeah. mate. Now, the yeah. opening night. You missed opening night. New Year's Eve. I had a really, I had a party for one. <laughs> <laughs> just in my, in my hotel room. Just what a great out. chance for your understudies to get out there and have a go. Mate, they've done such a good job. James and Sean. I've got to do a shout out to Sean. Sean is just an absolute legend. He actually even made me meals, like ready-made meals. Aww. He cooked, did a bunch of cooking. Um, over the last couple of weeks, he's been really, really looking after me. I mean, obviously, I'm looking after him. He's getting more, more money in the uh, Clearly. <laughs> in yeah. the bag I'm pleased to know that you're all eating meals though. I always thought music theatre people just ate cans of tuna. Oh, no, no, no. no. Like, we cook. We've got kitchens and stuff. We're yeah, like, we're, cool. We're not heathens. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Fancy. So you found out on the day of, right? So the it, was day the, it was the morning. Yeah. Oh, the day before. Yeah. Okay, so so what happens then? Do you need, a, you need to call everybody, say, hey, I can't do this. Yeah, here's a photo of my COVID test. And then do you do you call your understudy straight up and let him know? I mean, it's almost like when There's, when a when a footy club calls the the debut. Yeah, you know, congratulations, you're playing this yeah, you weekend. Get, you get the uh, you get that you get the jersey or you get the hat. Yeah, the baggy green. Um, for Sean, I I think I'm not allowed to tell him. Um. But I think I sent him a text. <laughs> so because so, we'd spoken the day before, he's like, I've not really looked over the stuff for a while. I go, oh, you'd be right. He goes, you never go off. I go, I never go off. And then boom. Until you do. Until you do. Oh. Um, but he, he nailed it. Apparently everyone, like all the reviews came out and said he was sensational. And yeah, he's, he's so good. He was, um, did they what, use what his name Frozen or, or oh, did, yeah. or did they actually say Rob Mills was sensational and they couldn't, <laughs> what, I mean, without a word of a lie, one of the reviews, 
that went in a Perth um, publication, I won't say which one, said Rob Mills, Casey Dunham were fantastic in the show. Casey was in Sydney doing the New Year's Eve concert. <laughs> I was <Aww>. in bed. <laughs> So Honestly, they... <laughs> the journalism here is the pit. So I think they'd seen the show in Melbourne and just sent the same review. Because we were. Oh. We're very good in Melbourne. But we weren't there opening night. <laughs> wow. And I see um I see you're going with your bad boy image. Um you've what? Put, you've pulled the up on a motorbike, motorbike outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I've got a, a motorbike. Got a little bit tough Thanks. guy around Perth. Thanks to our good friends at Moto Max here in uh in Perth. Um, <laughs> oh, if you don't mind. <laughs> so just, hang on, just... hang on. You're visiting our town and someone's giving you a bike. Yeah. Yeah, I've just borrowed for a little Royal sake. Enfield for the for the for a couple of weeks. Did you say Royal Enfield? Yeah, well, that's like a premium bike. It's beautiful. It's oh, so wow. nice. I had a I had one on the week uh, last weekend. Georgie was over. We went all the way down to Fremantle. Went to the beaches. Um, all the way to Fremantle. <laughs> well, that's someone's a, living north of the river on a on a motorbike. That's a long way. <laughs> so we had a great time going. It's a tough life down West Coast Highway on a bike. It's beautiful. It's so lovely. Also, there's there's hardly any traffic. It's so different. Uh, like yeah, less cars on the road, wider streets. Um, this the sun is out. It's it's a beautiful time no, to you be don't alive. Have to sell the place to us. I know. We, we already here. love it. I can see what I can, I can see why it works here. Yeah. I can see why everyone loves it. Yeah. Um, when we came in this morning. Right, right off the bat, our producers said to us, "Hey, you have to play something." Um, we didn't know what it was. We didn't know what was amongst it. And then, um, surprise, surprise, you were in amongst they it. They should be afraid. They should be petrified. Oh, I've seen the plan this year, and honestly, they just might die. Oh, sorry, guys. There are just so <laughs> many stunts that could go oh so very wrong. It's true. But they are strong. They are strong. That's why I'm here singing this song, and now they're back. Mm-mm. In your airspace Good lyrics I just can't wait to see more <laughs> painful squints come onto both their face They've got stunts ready to rock Oh, you just won't want to leave This is true And you know at every second they'll let out a painful scream Woo! Oh my, will they survive? Oh, as long as they do radio, they'll fight to stay alive They've got all these stunts to give They've got all this love to give Will they survive? Will they survive? Hey, hey. That's beautiful. I mean, you just—you've <laughs> made our death sound so cheery. Are you? Are you? Are you worried about what's to come this year now? A little bit. Yeah. But I'm going to be singing your song in my head every will, time we're, we're up against a new challenge. I'm yeah. like, will we survive? <laughs> and you but, sounded super professional. I thought that your you. your singing was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, that's the. I, actually, I think it's the first thing I sang since coming back from COVID. Yeah, the, the producers <laughs> said, oh, it sounded really professional, except this is what was happening between takes. Uh-uh. Hey, guys, Rob Mills here. Who are you doing? Oh, my God, I lost the spot. <laughs> hey, guys, Rob Mills here. Who? <sighs> I just can't wait to see more painful squints come onto both their faces. <laughs> Will they survive? Hey, hey. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I was I was wondering where the faces went because there's two of us, and uh, yeah, there it is. It didn't fit. It didn't fit. Yep. We couldn't could make it work. Guys. Let's just go with their face. Yeah, their face. <laughs> when you're writing lyrics, um, you take creative license, yeah. and sometimes the rhyme doesn't rhyme, and sometimes it, the, you know, the English doesn't quite make sense. That's now, okay. speaking of English making sense, I've got a game for you guys. Are you ready for this? Oh, I mean, never, but sure. Mm. You're up for surprises. So, yeah. all right. Okay. So, okay. there's a little game we put together, Karen and I. 
All you need to do is buzz in with your name. Yep. I'm going to say some song lyrics, but they have been Shakespeareanified. That's not a oh. word either. I made that up. Um, so you just have to guess the song. Yep. And a bonus point if you can guess the actual uh, the artist as I well. I feel All like right. it would be Shakespeareanified. You have to buzz in with your name. Mm. You so Do your buzzer. Oh, sorry. Kimber. Larry. Excellent. Love this. And... <laughs> And you just have Can to I tell be me, Larry? Yeah, go for it. You, yes. Your buzzer's your buzzer. Okay. Don't say that. You know he's going to forget his own buzzer name before <laughs> we even start the game. You get a point for the you get a point for the lyrics. Um, you get a point for the song title, but you also get a bonus point if you can tell me the artist as well. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yep. Someone's going to be scoring for me because I am not scoring. Thank you. Okay, Karen's scoring. All right, here we go. First one. Uh, yep. Can I have some? Oh, some Shakespearean oh, music. Okay. Beautiful. Here we go. As I walketh through the valley of the shadow of thy Kimber. death. Gangster's Paradise, Coolio. Oh, very good. She's very good. That is two points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Video hits 96. <laughs> Classic year. R.I.P. R.I.P. Okay. Number two. I have this thing where I get older, but just never wiser. Midnight becometh thy afternoon. Oh, Larry. Larry? Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it's you. Uh, hang on, it's the one where it goes, bah, bah. Okay, time's running bah. out. I don't know what the name of the song is. I'll I'm going to go with It's You. No. When, when thy depression works, the, the graveyard shift, all of thy people I've ghosted stand one? where in thy room. One. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just going to go with Taylor Swift, um, Juliet. Mm, that's wrong. It's anti-hero, oh. and no one and no one gets a point. Sorry. Oh, of course. It's you. You're the problem. Yeah. That's what I was trying to go for. It's but you. Yeah. That's you. It's yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Say thy name. Say thy name. <laughs> Kimber. <laughs> Say my name. Destiny's Child. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Kimber. Oh, next one. <laughs> tis my life, tis now, or it is never. Hey. Bon Jovi, it's my life. Woo! Yes, <laughs> he's, on the, he's on the board. All right, we got one more. Okay. Uh, Kara, just quickly, the score check. Uh, so the score check is Kimber four, yep. and Larry, who actually called himself Pete in the last one, three. <laughs> Okay, so this is a chance to... This is winner takes all. Here we go. Anytime I need thy face, I just close my eyes. I am taketh to a place where your crystal mind and magenta feelings take up thy shelter in thy baseth of my spine. Sweet like a chick cherry cola. Kimba. Ah. Savage Garden. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh no! You need no. the song title. Um. Every time I think. Go sing it. Just sing it. Sing it. You'll, you'll feel good. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I want you. So it's called. Um. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. You no, can have no, the points. You can have the points. You can have the points. It's I want you. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. Savage Garden. I want you. Perfect. Give me your win. 
I love a See? winning sting. Shakespeare is <laughs> so relevant. You're welcome. There's I'm so re- much like fun Shakespearean. Like there's a little bit of Shakespeare throughout the. Obviously, the, the character is in the show, but like, yeah, there's a little bit of rhyming couplets throughout it. It's so it's so clever. David West Reed, uh, who wrote Shit's Creek, has done such a great job with the writing on this show. So much comedy. Um, yeah, I love it. I just love playing this role. And Juliet, showing at Crown Theatres now. Tickets from Ticketmaster. Rob Mills, thank you for coming in, Rob Mills. Thanks, thank guys. Happy Mills. holidays and welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Could you show up on the show when I come to see it? Sure. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> I can't get COVID again, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> We're after your weird Christmas presents, right? Now, mine, I don't feel like mine was all that weird. I just kind of feel like mine's flat stick awesome Kimber. What'd you get? Okay, so um, my wife and I were each other's Kris Kringle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Now, you told me, by the way, that That's we're meant to redraw. You don't, you're not supposed to get your own partner when you do a family Kris Kringle. Well, I, I always was, redraw. I didn't it know that feels was the like, case. You know. Because it feels like you're just getting him something anyway. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, look, we got each other um, and Liz got me a bugger salt pump action salt shotgun. Now, <laughs> I know what these are. Yeah, these are like just shooting salt at insects, right? Yes. Like you shoot them at sky raisins. And it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it is amazing. Like I've had so much fun over the holidays. Now, once upon a time, like I, I absolutely could not stand, I still can't, right? Seeing um, flies, especially big blow flies in the house. I get fixated on them. If there's one in the house, I need to chase it around until I catch it. Or until I shoo it out of the home. Okay. In this case, I was opening the windows. Everyone opening in. the doors. Everybody coming in. I had I had rotten fish out in the kitchen just to attract them. You know, just mango <laughs> scraps over How here. How good does your eye line have to be to get it? It's just a salt spray, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah, but it's like a high, like a high velocity salt spray. Okay. It's a proper pump action. Is, is your whole <laughs> house covered in salt? Then? Yeah, there's salt everywhere. Because you're not getting it on the first shot. You're oh, not doing no. one like quick blow to the head. Well, you're you, you're meant to wait for them to land, right? And then you then you get them. But I was getting to the stage where I was getting that cocky <laughs> and confident with them that they were flying around the kitchen. I was just going boom, 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 and there was salt everywhere. But I got a little bit creative because I cooked a roast last night. And I was just using the bugger salt to like Perfect. just season the roast. It's a great gift. Um, but that's look, that's a great gift. I need to know more about yours, which was <laughs> I was talking about mine this morning in the pre-show meeting, and then you've just popped up and gone, "Yeah, James got me naked photos of myself." He did. Why? He me, why? What got me naked photos of me? Which is just the gift that keeps on giving. You know, I, I thought that's what I need more of in my life is naked photos of myself on my bedroom wall. So are these the photos that you got done when you turned 40? Yeah. Right. Okay. And I never I never did anything with them. They're not I just took... random photos. He's papped himself occasionally and gone, here you go. I've put this in a 10 by 4, hang it on the wall. I mean, honestly, if he could make me look good in them, I would have been fine with that. <laughs> like, but I'm, how many times have you taken a selfie and been like, oh, yeah, this is the one? Yeah, good point. <laughs> no, he did. He got them framed had them blown up and framed and um so I have naked photos of myself so whoever wherever you got those framed they've seen me naked cuz it's been done in their in their photo lab i don't think he just went off to kmart and had them no, are you sure? Just sitting on the computer there at Kmart. <laughs> should I put this on the big canvas or should I? Was it so? It was a proper photo. It wasn't the canvas one. Is it like photo frame? No, beautiful frame. And how big? How big is it? Oh, a bit smaller than what you've got your hands there. So it's so, about a meter. Well, yeah, not and there's two of them. Right, so like one front, one movies. front on, one back on. <laughs> I let him choose. And where have you hung them? In the bedroom. And are they well hung or what? <laughs> <laughs> what was the weird Christmas present you picked up, Rian Melville? Good morning. What was it? 
Uh, I got Secret Santa for my sister and she got me toe socks. Toe socks. How do you find yeah. the toe sock? Because they feel a bit weird to start with. I have not tried them on. I think I might re-gift them to my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in the re-gift cupboard. <laughs> Janine in Bull Creek, what'd you get? Uh, I got some ankle weights. Ankle weights? Sorry, what? Some ankle weights. I just uh, uh, I said to my daughters I wanted to start doing some exercise this year, so they got me some ankle weights. I mean, I can't remember the last time I thought to myself, you know what I need to work on? My ankles. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my problem area right there. I think that's how they work. So you're meant to wrap them around your ankle, right, and then they just add a bit of weight to your foot. Yeah, that's right. And when you do Pilates, anything like when you do leg, leg lifts, then um, obviously they give you your thighs and calves an extra workout. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you, Janine. <laughs> um, so it's not actually to work your ankles in that way. Rami. Yes, Rami. Producer Rami. What, what, Morning, guys. What's up? What's... Uh, we just had a caller, uh, and <laughs> I'm just trying to get over what you just said. So his father-in-law mm-hmm. gifted him for Christmas Karma Sutra cards. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for him. They were for him. For him. Right. Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Rami, the producer's here. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Ooh, we have a new game. Cool. So this is called Yay or Nay, if you missed it. Basically, I'm going to give you a topic. You guys are going to have three seconds and then give me both at the same time, either a yay or a nay. So, like, there's no wrong answers. It's but just our opinion. It's purely your opinion. And then give me 30 seconds for you guys to discuss why you chose yay or nay. Okay. All right? I hate stuff like this. This could be the time to getting cancelled. This could get cancelled. Yeah, you'll probably get cancelled. I could get cancelled off this. Yeah. All right. First one. (laughs) First one. Yep. Tasmania. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay. Really? Yeah, Tasmania. Have you guys been? Tasmania, why not? I've heard good things. I've heard good things about Tasmania. Yeah. I've never been, but I think yay. Yeah. I mean, what I think about Tasmania too is like I think it's, I think it's going to be very beautiful. Number one, yeah. but also it's like a great place to go if you were like off the grid, for example. That is true. If you wanted to live off grid, Tasmania is a great spot. Huge water supply. Yeah. Huge water supply. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the reason good. I mentioned, of course, Tasmania. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's important to you, but right. in terms of survival, huge right. water supply, guys. Timber's thirsty. Everybody's moving. <laughs> Tasmania. I'm mentioning Tasmania because, of course, the only person we know from Tasmania, uh, Queen, uh, sorry, now Queen Mary. So once oh, Princess yeah. Mary from Denmark, she's now in the last 12 hours become Queen Mary. They're not the dudes I met at clubs. I don't know about you guys. I like, like just casually a Prince of Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. No, definitely not. All right, second one. Summer is better than winter. Three, two, one. Nay. Nay. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't really know. But you like the hot heat? I don't, but I hate the cold. I hate oh, the cold. Mate, it was 41 yesterday. I live in Perth because I like it to be temperate. Yeah. I'm a layers guy, right? So, like, you, when it's hot. Like an onion? No, I'm an onion. When it's hot, you can only take so many layers off until you're nude and you still can't get on, get on top of it. But yeah. when it's cold... You can layer up, mate. Like your jackets and scarves exactly. and all that sort of stuff. And then like, on, a, on a nice cold night when the rain is starting to come down, oh boy. It is nice to leave the house without sunscreen, isn't it? It'll be very nice. Yeah. Uh, third one Pilates. Three, two, one. Yay. Nay. What? <laughs> it's so good. 
It's so good. I couldn't think of anything it worse. Is the biggest yay McYay over here in the corner. Why? It's so good for your body. It makes you so strong. It's incredible. I couldn't think of anything worse than being in a, in a room full of strangers just hearing stretches and grunts. Well, and, uh, this uh, might make you change your uh, mind. What, what do you think wrestling is, is? Oh, that's different. It's a bunch of dudes in lycra making noises. Well, I've got something for you, Pete, that might make you change your mind. Because over the weekend, Nat 5 was spotted at a Pilates studio in in Inaloo. That's not going to make me change my mind. I don't care. It made news. (laughs) I don't care. And I love Nat 5, so I thought. Why not? Because he did Pilates. Hang on. People out there now doing Pilates every day of the week and no one's celebrating that. I celebrate you. Why do you love Nat 5? I want to remain silent on that one. Do you love Nat Fife enough to get his name tattooed on your butt like Pete has? <sighs> Probably. Oh, do you not know this? I haven't seen it, so it's not true until I see it. Oh, God, he's going to oh. show you now. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Ready? Ready? Oh, God. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a lot of hair. <laughs> Now that you've seen it, yay or... Look at the tat. (laughs) Yay or nay. (laughs) This is a little fun one that we like to do uh, called Kids Say the Dundas Things because we've spent a few weeks with our kids over the Christmas break and surely they've been saying some Dundas things like this. When my daughter was about three or four years old, we were out shopping and an elderly woman was passing us and she yelled out, Hello, wrinkly. So my husband and I went away for our wedding anniversary in April. The next day I was hanging out the washing and I could hear my six-year-old son asking my husband, oh, did you enjoy your beer at Crown last night, Dad? And my husband was like, yeah, yeah, I did. Did Mum enjoy her cocktail at Crown last night? Yep. Did you enjoy laying naked next to each other at Crown last night? <laughs> um, my niece and nephew were over at my house and they were just about to leave and my niece, Chloe, was showing off. So I told her, you know, Chloe, can you please stop showing off? And Chloe pipes up and says, oh, well, I'm not showing off. I'm Chloeing off. <laughs> now, Cute. my nephew's name is Jack. Oh, God. <laughs> and says, oh, well, I'm jacking off. <laughs> That's a classic. Um, Lani and Treby, kids say the darndest things. What do you got for us? Oh, so when my daughter, Poppy, was three years old, she said, Kai, you little bastard. And I said, <laughs> don't say that. And so I have a son whose name Kai is seven-year-old. I said, you can't say things that you don't understand the meaning of. Yes, I do. It means he was born before you were married, Mummy. And I was like, please don't say that. It's not nice. Where you, where but her brother was annoying. <laughs> where do you think he got that from? Where do I think she got that from? Yeah. Probably overhearing me tell a friend or something oh, what yeah. the meaning. It just she's a listener and a reader and still is. So she just then blurted it out when he was annoying <laughs> her. <laughs> so There's nothing better than going. Oh, it probably came from me. <laughs> it was probably me. Callan and Karen up. Kids say the darnest things. What is yours? Yeah, breakfast table one morning, sitting there with my boxer shorts and my singlet on. My, my seven-year-old daughter says to me, Daddy, you need to do up your doodle pocket because your doodle's poking out. <laughs> I forever now want to call it a doodle pocket. That's great. <laughs> Rebecca and Parmelia, kids say the darndest things. Hey, um, we're at a play group and there was a heavily pregnant lady there and the boys were fascinated. I've got twins and um, they were having a look and she was telling them all about it and now they're absolutely obsessed. Everyone that we see out in public, and even if they're not pregnant, they're like, look, there's a baby in there. So oh, embarrassing. Great. 
I look forward to re- meeting your kids in the street after the holiday break. <laughs> um, Caitlin in Jindalee, good morning. So this is something you said when you were younger. Yeah, this is something that I said, and it's kind of gone down in family um, history. <laughs> Tell us about it. What did um, you say? So I was with my grandparents one day. I was only probably four, and they went to a friend's house. So I obviously went with them. And um, they were talking about travelling and whatever, and um, someone must have said something about going to China. So I piped up, and I was like, I've got a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. I see why it stuck around. <laughs> that was a good one. Jacob in Bankshire Grove. Kids say the darndest things. What do you got? Well, I was watching the cricket with my young fella who's only five, right? So we're watching the cricket together over the summer, over the Christmas break. And he goes to me, Dad, I'm going to support Pakistan. I'm like, why, mate? We're Australian. He's like, oh, I'm from Pakistan. I was born there 16 years ago. He's five. Oh, well, I love those This stories. isn't one of those weird sort of ghost stories, previous life sort of things, is it, Jacob? It must be, because he's he says random stuff like that all the time. He's weird. <laughs> Oh, you gotta love them. Hi, I'm Jacob. My kid's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Emma in Coogee, tell us about your six-year-old. Oh, so we're just driving in the car one day and I was having a conversation with him and I said, oh, so how many kids do you get to have when you're older? He goes, well, it's obvious. I'm going to have two. And I said, well, how is it obvious? He said, well, I've only got two testicles. you kidding me. You're kidding me. The game. We've missed it. We've missed it. Ooh. Oh, look who's here. I felt that, Pete. I felt that whip. Did I just say, uh, I'm just going to say this. I feel like you got sexier over the holidays. <laughs> he did. I think so, too. Thank uh, you. Thank yeah. you. I think I put think on his. I think, I think it's a confidence. It's a confidence? A quiet confidence in Karen. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I would think... say that I put on a bit of weight over the, the Christmas period. Have you? Due yeah. to the amount of food that I ate. Oh, I just thought you hit puberty. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. Um, take us through You're Kidding Me, Game Master. Well, it's back for 2024. If this is your first time hearing You're Kidding Me, basically what it is, Pete and Kimber go head to head. Now, I've got three different montages from three different years. All of those are made up of a song, a movie, and a moment. They need to try and guess what year those montages are from. Closest to the pin wins, best of three. Did I nail it, Pete? You absolutely nailed it. Absolutely and nailed it. can play at yeah. home or in the car. Yeah, no, nah, amazing. First package, let's do it. Let's go. You gotta let us play for it. No, 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 no. With the help of a giant 58 metre high claw, Irish supergroup U2 put on a show to remember at Patterson Stadium last night. Patterson Stadium. Patterson wow. Stadium. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm really lost on... What was that middle movie, Pete? Despicable Me. It's so fluffy, I want to die. Oh, um, wow. This is really hard. Okay, so Patterson Stadium, U2, Jay-Z. Uh, it was one of the most epic concerts ever, and I missed it because I wasn't living here. But what year did it happen? I reckon I know what year it happened. Okay. Kimber's given me an answer. I'm, I, I've really got nothing to go on, if mm. I'm honest. I, none of those things okay. sit with me. That's my answer. also giving me answer. One of you is a long way off. Oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> I think that's me. I think I've just realised. Kimber's gone 2017. 
Pete, yeah. you went 2011. You're a long way off. Yeah. It was 2010. 2010. Oof. Okay, 2010. Yeah, because I, I was living in the Eastern States and uh, my now wife went and saw it and said it was one of the best concerts she's ever seen. And you were living in the Eastern States? I was, you, did, hey, mate, oh. I was living in That's the okay. Eastern States. Give me a chance to bounce back. Give okay. me another one. All right, here we go. You must pay or play the running man. On your mark! I'll be back. Go! Police in Western Australia say they are still unable to positively identify the man dubbed the Desert Stalker, who was killed in a shootout with police near Fitzroy Crossing two days ago. Oh, God. Whoa, dramatic. Yeah, sorry, it got kind of dark towards the end. Wow. That, <laughs> I, the, big day full for disclosure, you. this is an old one. I do take out okay, those no, kinds but, of references. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. These, man, mm. audio like that could legitimately be like the 1980s or yeah. 1999. Well, Kimber has given me an answer already, uh, Pete. because I don't mess around. Uh, it was an Arnie. Thank wrong. you, Kimber. You go Arnie in early and I feel like I go in early, I don't yeah. think it through and I often get it wrong, so There's it's not working stalker. in my favour. But Arnie also, special. it cuts out all of this middle What part. have you got, Pete? I'm going to go with 94. Oh, I went with Ooh, 90. Okay, I'm going to need to do oh, you're doing maths math. here. Oh, he's doing math. Uh, I believe... That means it's somewhere in the middle. That it's exactly in the middle, and it's 1987, and you guys split the points. Hang on a sec. Where, no, did, where did you go? Where did I you said go? 1990. And what did you say, mate? I said 94. That's three years either side. No, it's not. 1987 is before 1990. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? <laughs> are you alright? <laughs> oh my god! I just watched Karen's mate, break. Yeah, no, now. that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still asleep. Kimber, <laughs> Kimber takes the points. All right, let's go to the third one. <laughs> The inaugural Qantas 787 Dreamliner flight will fly non-stop from Perth to London, a 17-hour trip. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, okay, hang on a sec. Wait a minute. That wasn't Michael Thompson. No, it wasn't. That was... Your name is Michael Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Hello, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just uh, going to shoot with this number again. Kimber has given me an answer, Pete. I'm going to need to hurry you on this one. Okay, I'm going to go with... I'm just throwing this out there because... 2013. Oh, I went to 2017. One of you is way off. <laughs> Let me guess. It was 1984, somewhere in the it middle. It was 2017. Kimber takes the points. Oh, 1 0 for you, kidding me, for 2024. Great stuff. Right. Enjoy have, that. You go have some breakfast, bud. Yeah, I need, yeah. A, I need a cup of coffee I'm or something. Lay down. Yeah. Yeah. Intravenous trip, please. <laughs> Thank you. The Pete and Kimber Podcast.